You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. Hey, Suns fans, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Sons of Anarchy after show. This is episode 604, Wolf's Angel. I'm Matt Lieberman, and joining me tonight is the boss man himself, Kevin Undergaro. Oh, thank you for having me back to the Suns. I'm so happy to have you. Uh, Chris Lee Kennedy, unfortunately, could not be here this week. We miss her very much, and she will be back next week to rejoin the podcast. But we got so much to talk about. She would have went nuts tonight. I know. Chris is going to lose her mind. She's going to lose her effing mind. We, how many times? Did, so speaking, we were talking yeah. off air about yelling at the TV. Oh, yeah. And we, we yelled at the TV a bunch of times we tonight, yelled, didn't we? We paused. We were flipping out because oh there were so God. many, so many deaths, shocking things. I mean, like. We're gonna get to it in depth later, but like how Lee Torek is dead, he's he's d- dead in the ground. Four episodes into the season, and he's supposed to be the, our the, arch nemesis of this season. The, he's so we thought to be the big bad. So we thought, and we're gonna get into all that. But I'm just so, I'm so beyond excited. By the way, okay, so Stephen, I know, um, you know Stephen's engineering in the booth. He's also yeah. a huge Suns fan and and helps us with the hosting. Stephen, were you? No question. I'm sure you were surprised by how many deaths tonight. Have we seen this many significant characters killed in one episode before, you guys, in the history of the show? Um, in one episode. In and, one episode? And when I, significant characters. Okay. I wouldn't I, say I as significant as Lee, no. Like, no, but I'm saying Lee, Otto, Otto Filthy, Filthy Phil. Phil. Yeah, yeah ne- never so many people who have been on multiple seasons in one episode. I don't think that's we've ever had that high of a body count. But we could be wrong. Crazy. If it if it did happen, it happened years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I, I mean, I've been watching since season one. Yeah. I, I don't recall this many, you know, big time players in no. one episode. I don't think so. It's certainly been a while. Wow. I know. And you know, and with us, with Phil, and we'll get into it, it. It's personal because he's a friend of ours. You know, we didn't know. You know, he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of AfterBuzz. Yeah. Um, <sighs> anyway, so it's a bummer to see him go. Let's let's jump into it. I want to start by talking about. Tara and Gemma and the kind of ongoing war they've got going over these two kids. Uh, ever since she got out of jail, Tara's had like a wild hair to get out of charm and get the kids away from the club life. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. And we've had Wendy here in the middle of it. And we haven't really understood what her agenda is. Last week, she fakes a bruise. She goes to Gemma to get protection. Gemma gives her a gun. Uh, and then this week we think she's working for Gemma. Turns out the whole time she's been playing Gemma for Tara. Which to me makes sense. Yeah. Because if you're going to hate in that equation, you're going to, if you're Wendy, we yeah. buy that she's going to hate Gemma. More. Oh yeah. Way more bad memories from uh, Gemma. And you know, who knows if Gemma sanctioned some of the horrible stuff that Jax has done to her when, when he injected her with the heroin last season. Right. You know, she 
hey, she might have been cool with that. I'm sure she was cool with that. Well, if she's going to be dealing with people with custody of the kids, is she really going to want to use Gemma or is she going to want to use Tara? Well, the question is, does Wendy want custody? Because at the beginning of the season, she said that she didn't. If she wants custody, then the better the better play maybe is Gemma. I don't think so. Because Gemma's a loose cannon, could go to jail or whatever. I think that if, if she wants custody, you go through Tara because Gemma will never let these kids out of her sight. They like it, it, Tara's it, weaker. She thinks Tara's weaker. And if so, maybe she's playing both to get the kids. She, I think she's playing both sides because it, 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 it kind of it makes it makes a lot of sense. Either one could go down if one finds out about the other. We had a close call with Unser seeing their meeting. Interesting. And Unser lets it go because he says earlier, you should get the kids out of here. Yeah. Well, at the same time, uh, a sign that Gemma would never let the kids go when Unser's telling her, you know, you need to get these kids out of here. What if these white supremacist guys had showed up when uh, when we were, you know, just hanging out with these kids? She says, they're my kids. And Tara gives her this look of death like, oh, God. You know, right? Uh, and she's never gonna let them go. She's she's got her claws dug in. She's not somebody who likes to lose, and she's somebody no. who puts family above all else. No, 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 no. And um, it's interesting because Unsure did say at some point I'm gonna start asking questions. Yes. So I feel like he is gonna be the one. He's gonna be the one that figures out what Wendy's doing. If if Wendy is playing both, yeah, he's gonna be find the one. It. Yes. Oh God, I hope he doesn't die. Because now Wendy's got a gun. Well, he's got his cancer, so I mean, so, at some point we're gonna have to some, say goodbye to him. Yeah, some point before the end of the series. Um, I just want to let everyone at home know we unfortunately we were not able to see the first seven minutes of the episode. Uh, we came in just as Jax was talking to uh, to August yeah. about Traeger, about Tig, and uh, unfortunately we don't know what happened in those first seven minutes. <laughs> Apologies, everyone. Apologies, but we're going to do our best regardless. And we can write on, um, you know, you can comment on iTunes and YouTube yeah. moving forward with your thoughts. Exactly. Once we catch up on those seven minutes. So totally. Please look for that. And I guess that's maybe a good segue to say, guys, keep your comments coming. Yeah. On YouTube, keep them coming. On iTunes, your ra- your high ratings. We really appreciate it. Um, I love that. I mean, this show so much. I, I mean, you know, for me, I do, as you know, I'm a diehard Breaking Bad fan. Sure. Um, so am I. And but I, this is just different. It's not that I'm so much more into Breaking Bad. It's just this is different. And for me to host, to be part of this panel, is just it's more enjoyable. I was telling you that before. Yeah. And you know the fans of this show. I don't know if it's because a lot of them are bikers. They like the biker life. They're just not as um, I don't know picayune. Yeah. Like the Breaking Bad fans have just so many. They have so many issues. They have issues with everything. Right. Versus, I think, the way that the Suns fans have come to own their show, there's a pride that comes with it. Yeah. And uh, there's a respect for anyone else who loves the show as much as they do. And and for me, I mean, same bring bad to, you know, as much as I, I go crazy for that show, I'm just a huge fan. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad, but I'm a huge Suns fan. So, you know, whatever, um, Kurt Soda creates. I mean, I may bomb that a certain character died like tonight. Yeah, but I'm all in. Totally. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm like. I'm on board with whatever he's willing to dish yeah. out because we know that it's going to shock us. We're going to gasp like right. we did tonight. Right. And there's so many people on this show that we just love, 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 and have and, over several seasons. And isn't it such great writing when 
you know, um, think of some of the characters that I was so attached to that are gone now. And I, I miss, but the show has survived. Yeah. That I never thought when they died, I was like, oh my God, how are they going to How do are this? they going to bounce back from this? Right. And, yeah. and now, you know, they've, I'm all in with all the new people. Totally. Um, but anyway, t- I, I think probably move on to maybe Nero and. Yeah, just one more thing about about Tara and Wendy is just they're giving they're giving all this evidence to Lowen about everything that right. they've witnessed in the club. Yes, right. We know how the club deals with rats. Okay, they're not trying to get the club busted. They're just trying to show that it's an unfit environment. Right. But all this information is incredibly damning. You're right. I didn't even think of that. Incredibly damning yep. to the club, yep. and to me, that's that's even more so than the immediate danger of the Irish. Or potentially the white supremacists, if it goes any deeper than it already has, or even August's crew, right? Or or what's coming down on them, the heat because of the KG9s. This is information that mm-hmm. could destroy the club. Yep. And when Jax finds out, there's gonna be hell to pay. Okay. We're moving on we're moving on to, to Nero. Now, at the end of the last episode, Lee Torek plants all this evidence in his car. We think he's gonna go down for this murder. Thankfully, and this is, again, Kurt Sutter's great writing. We're not going to sit through that. Eli's too smart. Right. Eli's too smart to fall for that. He's like, does this look like a guy who who thinks that there's evidence in his car or even that he cleaned up the evidence and he's fine? No. This guy has no idea what's going on. He, there's no way that he killed this girl. It was – It was. Uh, I, I steal this line from Hawaii Five-0. Sure. But McGarrett was like, no, it's, it's too neat. It's too clean. Mm-hmm. But – the the way he was set up, the, the smeared blood, the hair, it's like it was it was an obvious it was just setup. too gift wrapped, yeah. Yeah, it was too perfect. And Eli's not gonna bite, and that's uh why he's a good cop. Yep. That's why he's a great cop. Uh and now I'm I'm curious what his role in the story is going to be now that Lee Torek's dead. He was gonna investigate him, and I thought, okay, this is where the story is gonna go from this point. We're going to have oh. Eli investigating Lee, yep. Lee trying to bring down the sons, and then eventually it'll all come together. And now Lee's gone, and that I have no, I have no frame of reference for the rest of this season, Kevin. Well, you know, it's just I mean, I hate to jump around subject wise, yeah. but I think we need to go on to right. I mean, yeah, we're talking no, because about- it, it hangs over the rest of the episode. And I'm sitting and watching the scene, and I yep. say to you guys, "Well, um, Otto won't die because he created the series, and, and he, he's going to want to stay on the stay show. on the show." Wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> Otto, Otto finally kicked the bucket. His suffering is over. And he took out the big bad of the season in the fourth episode. So let's back up. Let's yeah. back up to Clay. Let's do it. So Clay, uh, and I, I just, I was saying to you guys, I love Clay as, mm-hmm. as a, I love the actor and I love the character. And man, is he just so slippery. And does he just always start so much trouble for the club? Yeah. Ron Perlman is just so great in the role, and Clay, he, he knows all the angles. He's always looking for a way out. He's always looking to save his skin. Uh, I kind of like seeing that he wasn't um, he wasn't a, he wasn't a wuss either. Like, no. You know, as far as when he was getting roughed over. Like, he didn't, he, he doesn't turn that far into a heel. Oh, yeah, no. A guy, a guy walks into his cell, tells him he's going to get raped every morning uh, for the rest of his stay in, in, in jail, and he's just like, Whatever, man. You know, like he's like he's basically just like f you, man. You do whatever you want. I'm not ratting on my club. Who do you think I am? So, are you? 
you admire Clay for not ratting on the club? I admire Clay for not ratting because, honestly, I expected him to rat. He's defying expectations for me. Because I thought he would rat. I thought he would rat, too, because everything that he's done until now is so shady. He's always trying to protect his own skin. I don't know necessarily that going to jail has changed him, but maybe being betrayed by everyone that he still loved in his life really affected really affected him emotionally and morally. And it affected him in a way where he didn't say, well, screw them. They yeah. all turn to me, so F you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gas the, you guys. That's what's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm curious to I'm, see how deep this goes. Because I wouldn't blame him for ratting. I, I, you know, with, yeah. I, I would not because, you know, how he was unceremoniously marched out of the club, but whether he deserved it or not, and the way he was set up, and yet it's just interesting. He just... Does, is it is it his love of the club or his love for Gemma? I feel like Clay. Oh. I feel like Clay would rat, but he was in a situation. He's always good throughout the seasons at taking what's dealt to him and finding the best yeah. possible way to play it. Mm-hmm. And he could see that he could manipulate Lee Torek, and he was just doing that. And re- watching this and looking over it in my mind, the scene with Otto when he gives him that knife. I was thinking he intentionally gave it to him to for Otto to kill himself, and then Otto went on his own to kill Lee. Yeah. But actually thinking back, it actually seems like he gave him the knife to kill Lee, and then the words he said to Lee were to send him back to Otto, prodding him with, Otto won't talk. I know Otto won't talk. So it really seems like it was part of Clay's plan for him to kill Lee. I don't know. I don't know if it goes that far. I see your logic there. But I, I honestly don't know. I thought that he was giving it to Otto as as a peace offering. Like, I've put you through so much suffering. I'm giving you my defense so that you can End of take, the day, we're still brothers. We're still brothers. Bro- yeah. You you deserve to be able to take your life if you want, if you want to take it. You've been put through hell, and that's my fault. That happened on my watch. You get this, you know? I don't think that he was necessarily trying to kill Lee. I think it's a nice bonus. But what what I'm more curious about is it's it all happened in the scene where uh, Clay thought he was going to die last week. The the four guys from uh, from August Crew come into the room. He's ready to he's ready to die. He tells them to do it. They say that's your choice. He knows that someone on the outside, namely Jax and August, are trying to keep, are allowing him to stay alive. And that severely shifts his train of thinking. You know, he he expected to die. He expected to die before he even got in a cell. I think he was ready to die. But knowing that he's too valuable to be killed gives him a newfound confidence, I think. He's in power again. He's in power again. Even though he's, he's, he's in a cell, someone's protecting him. Even though everyone that he ever loved betrayed him, they still don't want him to die. Which means, to him, he's like, there's still a way out. I'm not going to rap because I think, ultimately, I can still get out of this. Someone wants me alive. I'm important. Is he so crazy that he thinks that he could actually take the club over again? Or is he giving that up? No, I think he could do it. Wow. With his blacked out tattoos, though? I don't know, man. It, straight like, look. I don't. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on biker culture, but just in the entire capacity I mean, of the world, if, stranger and, things and, have happened. And because they're so down, yeah. One major save could mean everything, right? Because it, you know, imagine, 
Imagine your imagine your juice or ima- imagine you're happy. Let's imagine we're all happy right now. <laughs> Happy's awesome. Happy is awesome. But he's not really involved in many decisions. Uh, Jax is not bringing most of the decisions for the club to the table these days. He did give he get Did you notice he gave Chibs a long look? Yeah. At, after one of the sit downs, mm-hmm. like you know, like, like they were on the same page. Yeah. In their disdain for Jax, they're yeah. just. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Well, Jax is doing everything that he can to save the club, but as a member of the club, yeah, it can't look good. No. Because it, we're losing members left and right. We're losing money. You're trying to get us out of guns, but we're barely whole. We got people coming down on us because of this KG9, and that's on you because you got us into bed with the Bizlats. You know, what are we doing here, Jax? Right. What are we doing? Jockey. Jockey boy. Ugh. <sighs> He's got to just admit that he's not doing it for the club. He's doing it for him. I mean, everything he's doing. But do you believe Lee, that, Stephen? I mean, for Jax. For Jax, I believed before that he was doing it for the club. But now, with everything with Tara and with all of this extra crap going on, it's really turning into more like it's revenge. It's personal, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I no i mean i feel like he's trying to get them into clean money he's trying to yeah i don't think so he's trying to get them into clean money it's positive for the club but this has been his agenda the whole time he he wants the club to be what his father wanted it to be originally you know so that uh, bad is that a bad thing it's not a bad thing but you got to keep you got to keep your priorities in check if if your situation is that precarious you know if you're waging a war right and your situation on the battlefield is precarious, you're holding a position, you want to keep moving forward, even though you know that the enemy is out there and could potentially take you out. It's a risky maneuver. But you just say, we're doing it anyway, no matter how risky it is. That's basically what this is. He's fighting He's fighting a, a, a losing battle. And everyone can see it. You mean getting out of the guns? Getting out of the guns... I mean, there's never going to be a good time for it, but he's got no strategic position. He's got no leverage. But uh, but but okay. But the end. But isn't the end goal to get out of guns because he knows it's a short term thing? Eventually, the guns are going to destroy them. Eventually, the guns are going to destroy them. But if you're if you're Galen or if you're anyone in the club, you could also say, "Well, we've been running guns for decades, and it hasn't destroyed us yet." Right. I know that it's the right thing to do to get out of guns. It's just not the opportune time. It's not the opportune time because he has nothing to give the Irish in return. He thought he had Sam Dino, but they don't want to take it. You know, uh, now August is potentially interested in the guns, and I'm curious why. And, and that's going to save um, uh, Traeger. That's going to save Tig. That's so a we good thing. Think. So we think. But then I'm like, well, why doesn't he tell the, the Irish about it when they have their first meet, when he's telling them, we, we need to get out of guns, and Sam Dino isn't going to take them either. Why doesn't he offer that up as an olive branch? I don't, I don't know. know. Why? why? You, you... I, have, I have no answer for that. Unless he, unless he was just placating August when he was entertaining the idea, and he doesn't want, he doesn't want them in bed with the Irish because that could be dangerous. Again, these, this first seven minutes we missed, so we don't know the exact context of that scene. I'm just worried because... Even if he is doing it for the club, there's no club to be had soon for these decisions. With the Irish, we already took out Phil and Vlan. I mean, that's two members down right there. Yeah. 
um, Juice is just hanging on by a thread because uh, Chibs isn't a fan of Juice, so that's a divide. I think that's okay now, Steve. I mean, yeah, I they think, had the brother fight. They made it up. Chibs is old school. Yeah. Beat him down. Now it's good. Yep. You, you think know. that's that's square then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's square. He took his beating like a man. Yep. That's over. But then Tig, Tig now knows. I mean, I'm assuming Tig knows that. That Jack, Jack set that, him up. Yeah, so, I mean, that's another split, and Tig would go right back to Clay in a heartbeat, I'm sure. He and, always liked Clay. And mm-hmm. Juice is still Team Clay if Clay got out, I'm sure. Or at the very least, his mm. guilt his guilt about what he did to Clay might throw him back into Clay's arms. Right. Yeah, so Clay getting out could crazy. throw everything off. The first episode of the season, I th- said it'd be crazy if Clay got out. Yeah, but it it the longer he stays alive, the more I think he will be out by the end of the season. I, I, I miss him on the outside. Yeah, I miss <laughs> I, I miss him too. Here's a question for both of you. Right. So, uh, total power corrupts. Power corrupts totally. And we're seeing is Stephen brought up this point of is what Jax is doing is it for the club or is he doing it for himself? You know, Clay was someone who acted like everything he was doing he was doing for the club, but ultimately he was acting for himself. Mm-hmm. And everyone and Chibs had that scene with him this week where he's saying, you know, you're sounding like someone else who used to sit in that chair. Yeah. How far do you think Jax has come in potentially turning into Clay? I think it's a hard position to be in because you can't justify something somebody else does who you don't agree with. Yeah. But you can justify everything that you do. And I think it was Clay when he was in that chair, everything he was doing to him, he was justifying it for the club, even though an outsider would look at it as this is not good for the club. And I think that's the same thing that's happening to Jax because he's not listening to anyone else in the club. It's yeah. just because it's su- there's such a divide between the members, he's only able to depend on the justification of his own actions as opposed to Bobby, which has taken a step out. Chibs, who he won't even listen to. Uh, Tig's like his bitch now. So, like, I mean, you're not going to mm. see Tig talking back and you're not going to see juice talking back he's fully he's he's surrounded by yes men and men that just he doesn't listen to yeah where's the brotherhood brothers well i'm missing it i'm missing chapel you know back when everybody had a say man it's just so different i know it's so different and that's like part part of that is just negative circumstance Mm -hmm. and folks falling off folks being killed but then the other side of that is jack's management style He's very much – he just goes and does. Well, he's very progressive, and he, he, he said he has to now because of the circumstances. Totally. I just feel like the club has been so corrupted by Clay's takeover from John Teller and the takeover from Jax to the club that I feel in this season it's going to be really the dismantling of Sam Crow. Oh, and next God, season, I don't want that to happen. And next season will be Bobby's return, maybe even Bobby's return at the end of this season, and the creation of – a new club or something like that as the end of the series or something like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I have to hope that Bobby comes back earlier and helps salvage things. I don't want the club to fall apart. I don't want to see them collapse. They're up against the most dire circumstances that I think they ever have been. It's it's coming at them from all and sides. So many, so many different opponents. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the Irish for a second. Let's talk about, let's oh. talk about Galen and like the the smarmy asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he old school gangster too. Exactly. As evidenced by what he did to you know Totally. I mean, oh, it was like Just hacked him up. I mean, God, as soon as he shot, then we all screamed. Oh yeah. 
And um, we kept saying, "Oh, someone's someone's gonna die this week." But then it, when it was Phil, we weren't ready no, to see Phil go. We God. we were I, still getting to know no, him. Oh, he was great. Yeah, great character. It was such a bummer. I, I know they just drop off bodies in the in the gun boxes and they find them. But no, nope. that's oh. not brutal enough. And and the old school butchering to make the statement. Mm-hmm. You know. Kurt Sutter giveth, Kurt Sutter taketh away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, well, you know, he took himself out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so, but I just, yeah, we were stunned. Yeah. Stunned. Yeah, so, I mean, can we really have a full war between the Suns and the IRA? Can oh. can the Suns withstand it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They're going to have to get to somebody. They have to get to somebody else in power. Yeah. That's over Galen. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Do you think the IRA is going to agree with what Galen did? With I think it they'll being... support it wholeheartedly. They need the money. But but Jax just issued a whole lockout on every Sam Crow. Or not every Sam Crow, but every, every, char- every, charter. every charter. So, yeah. I mean, they're going to either be hurting or they're going to tell Galen, hey, leave leave sons alone. I don't think they would ever do that. I think that they have too much pride. They have too much ego. There's too much at stake for the cause. You know, like these guys, they're they're wired differently from most people. You know, they they're 100 percent dedicated to the cause. Anyone who is against the cause does not deserve That's to live. Has to die. They have to die, or they need to be back under our thumb, and they need to know that they can never ever cross us again because the cause is everything. What was the line about Catholic bullets he said? Yeah, it was something about... Oh, it was a great line. Yeah. Damn, I can't remember. Yeah. Like, you're not fighting for the cause. You're shooting Catholic bullets. Into... To line your own pockets. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, it's it's been completely perverted, and it definitely was below the belt. Galen went swung at him. But, like, how do you fight these guys? They've we The Suns have been under their thumb... For years. It's, it's IRA. They're so powerful. They're so powerful. And they're like so underground. Um, it's amazing. And this is why I think Lee could die. Yeah. Because we have so many enemies to deal with. Yeah. Well, that's what was really established in this episode is we had we had Lee and we had the heat from the school shooting. Uh, and we had the lingering Damon Pope element. But still have that. Still have that, right? Yeah. And we don't know. You know, August. You know, if he's gonna when he when he finds out, because he he yeah he didn't really. I don't. know. I think he's gonna find out it's not Clay. Yeah, oh, I I I one hundred percent agree with you. That's definitely coming down the the line. But we didn't know that the IRA was going to be such a direct threat until this week. Right. The reason why Lee's death to me is so important for the series and was such a good move and so unexpected is. You get into a rhythm with these kinds of shows. You get a new big bad every season. Dexter did it for a while. Sons has been doing it every year. You know, first year it was Stahl. Then it was Zobel. You know, then it was the Irish out in Belfast and Stahl again. Uh, in the, you know, every year we get new people. It was the, the cart- It was G- Galingo, uh, Galindo in, uh, in season four and Clay really in season five. Like, every year we have somebody who is antagonizing the Suns and the Suns need to get out from under it. To break that rhythm so confidently, to me, says Kurt Sutter has something better in mind. We're going to see the Suns put in situations we never expected to see them before. And 
the show will be able to surprise us in brand new exciting ways. It, it, the 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 end of this tradition means only good things for this show. I think as 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 mad as I am to see uh, to see Donald Logue go because he was doing such an amazing job and it was such a cool character. Yeah, I love him as an actor. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I think all bets are off now. I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. we've always known he'll, you know, Kurt Sar will kill anybody. We, we've yeah. always known that. But now we can't even count on the traditional plot. Like here's our, you know, here's our antagonist for this season. Yep. Nope. No. Gone. I love that it opens the doors though, because, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did was did Eli know that Jack set up Clay? Does Eli know? Because. I feel like Lee served his purpose in so many ways in the four episodes he was in. Yeah. He put the pressure on Tara and got that, like, put that on Cl- on uh, Jax. Now we have, um, what's her name? The woman in the court who's going after Clay, the actress. Oh, Patterson. Yeah, we have her going after Clay hardcore CCH now. Pounder. She's gonna be the She's going to be the one going to Clay now after he's dead. And what it also did was it put, with Nero being framed for this murder and Eli now looking into Lee, Eli is going to start wondering why Lee was snooping around. Yeah. And Eli is going to start going into the, into the framing of clay. I think that Eli wanted it to be clay. I think he still wants it to be clay because he hates clay for, because of his, his wife. wife getting murdered. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, but would he keep clay away if he found out that it was someone else? If he, fa- I think he would be tested, and that's one been one of the most interesting things since the introduction of Eli as a character is watching his morality change and watching him loosen up. So watch watching him have to deal with that with that ethical dilemma. You know, this guy is the guy who got my wife killed. I he should rot in prison. He deserves to rot in prison, but not not for this crime. Do I let him go? And if I let him go. Do I go after him myself? That's how I see Clay getting out if he gets out. It's entirely possible. Eli looking into it. Yeah. I do not want Sam Crow to be taken down by legal BS. Like these pads that Tara and Wendy have put together are going to fall into some stupid effing hands. It's so interesting that uh, you picked that up. And I think you're right. I, I, I didn't see that coming. You're right. It's the smoking gun. It's dangerous. It's the smoking gun. You know, you can get rid of all the KG9s. You can cut ties with the Bizlats. You can hide everything illegal. And then under your noses, pads of paper stacked this high that detail every illegal act that the women around them have witnessed for years, for including Wendy's testimony, well over a decade, potentially. Crazy. Yeah. Really crazy. And then everything that's going on at Diosa, this murder, I don't know, man. Yeah, I've never, I don't think we've ever seen the um, the deck stacked. Yeah. This heavy against them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And we're like, I don't know how they're supposed to pull this out. It's going to take a stroke of luck or pure genius to get to get out of this situation. And you know what? You know what, Steve? What up? I totally think... It could be possible Clay somehow pulls this out at the end of the season, and if he somehow saves the saves this charter, saves Sam Crow from ruin, it 
can only mean bad things for Jax and yeah. it's, and like <laughs> like wow. like a horrifying oh my God. conflict in season seven because Jax will never give the chair back. Jax would never give the chair back. He would never let him back in. No, we've we've already explored Jax leaving. Remember? Yeah. So no, I think that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But you know, at the end of this season, we've got potentially Tara leaving with the boys. What if everyone in the charter throws Jax out? What if that happens? What if there's a, like an outright mutiny? I've never heard of such a thing happening, but if if things continue to go as bad as they are, and you know they're not privy to his decisions, they don't know everything that he's done to keep them whole. They just see the results. That's it, and they're not getting them. They're not getting them. I, uh, I just realized who that actor was in the other charter who was the, the other... Not Robert Patrick, but the other one? The other one. He was the son in Nip Tuck. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I just literally, it came to me. I've been waiting like an hour and a half to there figure out who it is. Uh, well, it's funny. You know, you see like the actors from The Shield, but I like how FX, HBO does this too, but they keep it in the familial. Yeah, they keep you know, it in the family. They, they recycle a lot of their old people, which is great. Well, Kurt used to work with CCH. Yeah, on, so he knows the them all, right? So, yeah. yeah. And that we, all, we know from our workings that that's how it goes. I could watch her in anything. She's so talented. She was awesome on the show. So what do you guys think is going to happen with the white supremacist group? Because we get Darby again. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. So. Um, yeah, so Darby's back. Yeah. And he's, mar- he's married a Mexican woman. Yeah. He's a race betrayer, yes. apparently. Yep. Yeah. Um, burned up side of his face, mm-hmm. and we we meet this new branch of the white supremacists, but we get no real proof that these are the same guys who roughed up Unser. Unless it's in the first seven minutes. Right? Unless it's in the first seven minutes, but there was like there was no close up of these guys' tats. You know, like it would have been a it would have been a, there would have been a visual callback. I think you guys were theorizing that. These were not the lead white supremacists that uh, we're going to have to deal with them later. Yeah. And now between Clay offing the head of the Aryan Nation in in jail and them pulling off this hit on the Aryan Nation outside of jail, I think a larger portion of the Brotherhood is going to say – we need to take these guys down. Oh. Yeah, you don't you don't go to the you don't go to the army and meet a general to enlist. You meet the recruiters. Yeah. So the recruiters are just just that. So I'm wondering. They seem very disorganized, but the Aryan Brotherhood can be way more organized than that. Zobel taught us that. Oh God. Exactly. Yeah. Scary. Scary times. Now, now, let's talk about the hit on them. Yeah. What do you guys think? Jack's emotional decision or chess move? An emotional decision. Emotional. Like, the the guy was so hurt by the death of Phil and V-Lin. It, it, Chibs tells him, we need we need a second to breathe. We need to slow down. He's like, no, we need we need retaliation. We need a win. Can, can I offer this on, on Jack's side, or at least something to consider? Please. Your club is so weak. Yeah. Your morale is so down. And we need to basically get some guns. We need a, f- a free play. We need a we need a win. We need a W. Mm-hmm. And to blow off blow those guys away, it's like okay, we're not everyone's whipping boys. We're still formidable. We're still badasses. And 
we might not have been able to handle the Irish, but these guys did this to our club. Yeah. And um, we handled it. And, like, we're still strong. Like, so that's why. But do you consider that a move of strength or of weakness? Because it's, it, to me, when you're making that kind of decision, not worrying about the repercussions, that's like. Uh, Ultimately, weakness. Yeah, I would agree with that. Ultimately. Yeah. In the short run, though, I would think maybe it would, it would be for morale. But there's not even much, many people left to. But but I would I don't know as a leader I think. I'd argue that they're, the club they're so needs damaged it. psychologically that yeah. they needed a win. Yeah, and Stephen, gets, what do you think? It gets rid of the guns. It, That's true. It gets rid of the guns. Ah, burn, okay. Burns them with the white supremacists. So. That might take some flack off the club because remember, uh, Patterson was always like, let's just find some gang to blame this on. So if she can't get to Clay, this will give her an out to blame it on. Nice. Um, and also, for future, if, if, if we're still going to be dealing with white supremacists with Clay and things like that, it's always good to have Darby in his pocket. And this got Darby in his pocket by taking care of these guys that won't come after Darby now. Sure. That makes sense to me. So maybe... Well, you're right. There you go. So maybe it wasn't just a reaction. I like yeah. the morale idea because I didn't think of that either. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. Is like everyone's down. They took, we got to and and we're the whipping boys. We yeah. work motorcycle gang. We're supposed to be tough. We're the badasses. No, your 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 point is really really valid. I think the the gut check moment. I think is like. Yes, it's emotional, but then he used it as a strategical move, uh, a, strate- a strategic move by burning the KG nines with them. It sends a message to the Irish when the guns are found, and it connects the white supremacists to the school shooting versus them. There, there could be some way that they can argue that the bizlat that the kid got it maybe from a white supremacist, or that the bizlats got them from the white supremacists. We don't know. I just had a small epiphany. Please share your epiphany, Stephen Lemieux. What, remember what you just said about Clay coming up with a big move to put him back in the graces of the club? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Clay's the only one that Galen will deal with. Yep. So if Clay takes Galen down, gets oh. the club out of guns, but fulfills his services to get him back in the club, that would be the big move for the club to put Clay back in. Or... Or the club's mom. No, I think that's what it is. I was going to say Clay could go the other way, ally with Galen, and use that to get the heat off the club. But I think the club's got to be so angry over Filthy Phil that they're never forgiving the Irish. They'll never forgive the Irish. And, yeah. and Clay's done that move before. He did it with, he did it with Galen. <laughs> he did it with Galingo. That's his hook shot. Yeah. is <laughs> like, I'm a partner with the gun runners. We'll keep the guns running, and they'll keep me safe. Kobe. Yeah. God, Clay is good. <laughs> I mean, he's so good. Yeah. Well, he's been doing this for years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. How long has he been riding a bike? He can't even hold on anymore. He's yeah. taking down one teller. What's another teller? Exactly. Well, I mean, we'll I find think, out. I season think, seven. <laughs> I think you're right. That's going to be Clay's. I don't know. I was. I remember last year talking on the finale, and um, it's probably corny writing. I don't know, but I I was kind of hoping Clay would redeem himself. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I'm someone who always wants the best in people, and that's kind of what he's doing right now, it seems. But we don't know because yeah. it's clay. Because it's clay, so it's probably a maneuver. It's probably BS, but how can you know? How can you really know a man's heart? You can't. You can't. I. The one thing I think – no. If I was a betting man, yeah, I, I would bet on this one thing, that he is so in love with Gemma – that she's his weakness. Like she, she's the one he won't. For, he won't hurt. It just still, seems like still, still. even. So it seems like it seems yeah. like they're making that anyway. It's it, again. I might not be right, but it's like if it's forced to bet, that's the one thing that I would bet on. He sure. seems like he's just that's his old lady. Yeah. No matter what. So then let me let me ask you, if Gemma should be accused of a crime or or something like that, if she winds up in some deep shit with the law mm-hmm. would he rat on the club to save Gemma? i think Ooh. so Ow. i do i do i think so because he because because he never as we were discussing earlier in the episode yeah he wasn't loyal to the club he was loyal to clay mm-hmm. whereas i believe Jax is loyal to the club yeah i don't believe Jax is loyal to Jax. i think Jax is really believing in the sentiment his dad laid forward and, be, and really really believes in the brotherhood i think clay but he was gonna he was gonna step away from that because because he believed in it so much. But because, Kev, because Clay was running it, getting so far away from that that he was like, "I'm out. I got to get out of here." I was going nomad. Yeah, he wasn't gonna leave the club. He was just going nomad. But by that logic, if if Clay if Clay would give up the club for Gemma, I still think that I think in a heartbeat, Jax would give up the club for for Tara. He no, he mm, won't. Mm. That's 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 basically what he said at the top of the season, or like when when Tara got out, he basically told her, you know, that's off the table. When I first came back to the club, I was just trying to set it right before I left, but now now I'm all in. Now I'm all in. Yeah, I'm oh, not okay. leaving. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That's why Tara's trying to plot this divorce behind yeah, his back. Yeah, I got to get the kids out. Yeah, because this guy will never leave. He'll no. never change. No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, going into your point, Matt, with the notebooks being the downfall of the club. Sure. Oh. I know that. I know that Kurt likes to do these very subtle things in the show that'll come back later, and be like, "Oh." And a lot of the series has been John Teller's notebook and things like that. Well, not a lot of the series, but a lot of the previous seasons. His journal, yeah, yeah. And this this season opened up with. The child who had a notebook and the devil was in the notebook. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could actually even be foreshadowing to the notebook being the downfall. The devil's in the notebook. Devil's in the details. I don't know. Uh, Jax was also writing at the top of the season. It it could very well be a visual clue that these notepads are going to be very, very important. It's like it's just one of those things that like they've made a point to show it twice uh, and I think it's going to come back in a big way. It's something like that's the thing. It's never, it's never a man with a gun that brings these guys down or causes them huge trouble. It's yeah. always some. It's Rico or it's I'll go back to Al Capone. Yeah, it's it's always in the details. It's always in the paperwork. It's always in the last person you'd expect, the weak link in the chain that gets broken or wants to break out. Right. That Always. makes me worry for Chucky. <laughs> Always worry about Chucky. Chucky, gotta keep Chucky. How oh my great, God. by the way, how great with the scooter and the oh, scarf. Oh, yeah, and the scarf. Brilliant. He's awesome. Yeah. 
I just hope that they don't remove his arms next. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he's like, had enough. <laughs> he'll look like the the sailor from Family Guy with uh, four wooden Oh, legs. yeah, four pegs. Four did, peg did, legs. Did you guys notice? That I thought it was a subtle detail. I might be over, overlooking, but the um, the grills, uh, the bar, big giant barbecue grills, you know, those half metal yeah. barrels cut in half, mm-hmm. welded together. They're always out when someone dies because there's probably going to be some kind of, they have the usual... Like party barbecue cookout awake, yeah. Um, I just saw it in the background tonight, and I was like, "Damn, mm-hmm. you know, for filthy fell." Yeah. And that's that's kind of cool because if you think about it, they had all the charters coming because of the deaths. And while they're while all the charters are at the clubhouse doing the barbecue, they're at the funeral barbecuing the remains. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Double barbecue. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. it was awful. Phil, man. Phil, oh, man, boy. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sure later in this, I know he's been communicating with Chrissy yeah. to come on. So, so as the uh, weeks go on, we'll have to get him in here. Absolutely. Rough, rough. I know. Oh so sad God. to see him go. Um, should we go to predictions? I think we should. All right. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. All right, Kevin. What do you think is going to happen next week? I couldn't tell it. We, I couldn't tell specifically who. Usually, I'm kind of good on the show. I couldn't tell who was going after who. Okay. Next week. Sorry. That's all That's right. That's the lamest prediction. The lame. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the generic thing is Clay's getting more power. Yep. I think he's yep. going to continue to get stronger. I think August is going to sink his tentacles in deeper to mm-hmm. see who really killed Pope. Yep. Um, and the white supremacy. I mean, and 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 obviously, the uh, stakes are going to get higher with with the Irish, and we're going to have more internal fighting because of the stakes getting higher, higher. Totally. And and um, and you know, one thing about being a leader is you have to make the unpopular decision. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Um, is when everyone's riled up. You know, you have to be the one saying, "No, we're not going to drop the atom bomb, or we're not going to invade, or we're or we're not going to retaliate, or we're not going to get revenge." And um, so, I see what Jax is doing—you know, taking the unpopular way. But that's what the great leaders do. Yeah. You know, and there's if there's a saying, it's not about leaders, but about prophets. But I think it's similar, where they say, you know, no prophet is is esteemed in his own time or his own land. And, you know, it's later generations or people away who go, oh, wow, I get it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I think of that as Jax. But anyway, so like I did, I did see like the battles with the Irish and you just heard some quotes about how I just, I'm just still blown away by Otto because he's saying man. stay away from my family or I will kill you. Like it's just, I mean, Jack saying that to him mm-hmm. the week before, it was like you were thinking we were going to this, this big epic showdown. showdown. And it's crazy. And we were like, "There's no way." And then they did. And I was, ju- and I was so just amped. I'm sorry. Like I, like oh, I'm sure we. Wait all- a second. Yeah. Both you guys. Um. Can it? Is it going to seep out that Clay orchestrated the death of of a U.S. marshal? And beyond that, the U.S. marshal was trying to take down the sons, and does this? Raise does this blow back on the club? No. Does 
does clay? It could. It's got. Yes, it does blow yeah. up. We didn't consider that. It yeah. does blow back in the club because it's Otto and it's Clay who gave him the knife. Yeah. But no, does this get him? Does this? Does this him? Does this get? Uh, win him any favor? Clay any favor with guys in the club because he took out the what this big arch nemesis. I think that that's definitely possible that they they see that and go, oh yeah, you know what, Clay, gotta give it up to yeah, him, man. man. Thought he was gonna rat. Not only did he not rat, he removed the he removed the threat. That's all. And over. he removed Otto, who also was a threat. Exactly. I think I think it's more likely that Clay is gonna they're gonna find out about that through Clay. I think that I think they're not gonna know that Clay gave him the knife. Nobody's gonna know because Otto Otto stabbed a woman to death with a rosary. Yeah. Like he'll use anything, and the fact that he had a knife, I don't think they'll know it's Clay because it, the only person who really knew about putting I guess you think more people know about Lee bringing clay to Otto well I mean he pulls in favors for everything everything's so under the table right everything's under the radar guards will know there'll be security cam footage Patterson will know and here's the one thing that was definitive about next week's uh, preview is that Patterson comes to Eli and brings him in on the investigation he's going to be investigating this murder you know, she, the last shot of Patterson was her looking down at the knife on the floor. I think that that's, you know, the smoking gun in this case. Uh, he's going to have, like, Clay's fingerprints are going to be on the knife. Clay's mm. fingerprints are going to be on the knife. There, There's no way that it doesn't lead back to him. So uh, here's the thing there. That could very well mean that that's it for him in terms of getting out of prison. Right. He orchestrated a murder, essentially. Yep. Uh, even though there was no guarantee that that's what Otto was going to do with it, but he had an illegal well, he's weapon. Involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's connected. It's the it's the same reason that they were in this trouble with Lee Torek in the first place, right? Because uh, there's no way to regulate it. I think that in their hurry to get revenge on the IRA, the Suns are going to forget about what's going on with this school shooting, what's going on with Patterson. When Lee, they find out Lee is dead, they're just going to assume that's all gone. But that's going to be the real problem that they're going to have to deal with in the second half of the season. Oh, it's the behind-the-scenes stuff against them that they're not that they won't know about. Exactly, that's going to bite God, them later. They're so screwed. They're so so screwed. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and remember, this goes this season and next. Oh, totally. So we're. Oh man! Oh we're, man! We're, we're on a real. We're so slope. close to the end of the series. Yeah. It's scary. All right, uh, Stephen, where can the people find you? Uh, you guys can find me at Stephen Lemieux, and literally right after this, me and Matt are going to be hosting Sleepy Hollow, Episode 3 of Season 1. Check it out. All right. Kevin, where can the people find you? At Undergaro. I think I've, I've been sending out like three or four or five tweets recently, so yeah. Nice. I might be. I'm learning this whole Twitter thing. It's very interesting. It's it's fun once you get the hang of it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not when you're Maria's boyfriend. You get a lot of <laughs> hatred for Aww. being yeah dating a pretty girl. So. Sorry. It's a yeah. good problem to have. It is. To that. To that. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Sleepy Hollow, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Low Winter Sun after shows. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and we will see you next week. Good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.